Welcome back to the Perth Business Podcast. We're a podcast for Perth's business community and we give voices to entrepreneurs, creatives and thought leaders via a platform that allows you to access their stories on the go. I'm Taryn, the host of the podcast, a digital marketing gal with five years of industry experience working and networking with the best in Perth over a Bev when the best stories tend to emerge. The podcast features origin stories of our local thought leaders, their tales of tough times and tribulations, as well as their trade secrets, tips, and learn strategies that led to their success. Our dream is that you'll learn from their mistakes and challenges and implement their solutions for yourself. So grab a cup of coffee or settle in for the drive to work or to the gym and enjoy. Make sure you give us your thoughts online at Instagram, Facebook or LinkedIn and hit that little subscribe button to make sure you get our episodes every week. Without further ado, here's our next guest. Introducing Whitney from Champions Gym. If you haven't seen Champions Gym in Highgate, Morley or now Joondalup, you may have seen their content online. They first opened their doors in 2012 with an aim to redefine the way everyday people enjoy their fitness and lifestyle through dynamic martial arts training. Pop your boxing gloves down, grab a cuppa, settle in and let's get started. I'm excited. Awesome. So let's kick off. Welcome back. Uh, Welcome to the podcast. Uh, Thank you so much for spending the time this morning to join me. What are your hours like for the gym? Um, Like all day or night. So the gym opens at 5.30am. Yeah. And then the last class, we're out of there by say 9pm. Wow. So yeah, I did do that for a good 10 years, five years, but I've since had a baby. Okay. 15 months ago, I think that's yeah, how old wow. he is now. Yeah. Uh, so obviously it's really changed since we've progressed in the business as well. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So um, tell us a little bit about you before we dive into Champions. Let's go through, um, are you from Perth? Yeah. So born in Perth, but I grew up down south, mm-hmm. came up to Perth in year seven. Mum and dad are both kind of alcoholics and addicts so um my family shipped me off to boarding school and very Australian family like get your education get the career go to uni never like own your own business yeah right so for me I was like I never thought I would be a business owner yeah I thought I'd be like that corporate boss bay with a suitcase and a power suit walking down St George's Terrace why do you think you didn't go down that route um well, I did. So oh, okay. I went to uni and yeah. started psychology. I think that had a little bit of trauma with my parents. So yeah, like, and you're like, I want to solve this. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to fix every drug addict in the world. Yeah. <laughs> no the one's going to have my childhood. Yeah. And um, quickly oh. changed to commerce. Yeah. Um, and then I started working with um, mining companies. Yeah. Thought, yeah, this is it. Big I'm going to be on the big bucks, mm. you know, doing the FIFO dream. Yeah. Um. And during uni, I'd gained weight. Like I really lost control, partying, hair extensions, tan. So easy to do, right? Especially when the people around you are already living that lifestyle or like they see the opportunity and you just kind of get swept up. I know. And before you know it, you're on like 10 grand's worth of debt Mm. and you've got nothing to show for it. Mm. I was kind of like just pissing my way through uni as well. Like I didn't really do it well. Um, And then... My friend started Muay Thai and I was like, what is Muay Thai? Yeah, what is this? Yeah. And so many people don't know it. Obviously, it's mm. like a little bit of a niche. Mm. Um, and he lost a lot of weight. Right. And he started to get his life together. Oh, and I was like, I'm a little shocked. bit jealous. Yeah. <laughs> Horrified. What is going on there? Yeah. yeah. Sure. So I was like, tell me about Muay Thai because I yeah. didn't know how to say it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> and, you know, like from that private all-girls school scene, um, that was really like underground. Yeah. bit like shamed upon and probably still is, but – I lost a lot of weight fast, so mm. all the girls were like, oh, my God, how did you get, you know, your body? Mm. So, you know, like the goal was to look hotter mm. so we could go out, go out and pick up more guys. Yeah. The goal was never really like what happened. Health, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then so I did that and then I'm still working in HR and the mining company going yep. up and down on sites and I met my husband yeah, or boyfriend yeah. and we got together and he, I'm that type of person that I see huge potential in people. So, mm-hmm. you know, if I get to know you, I'm like, come on, let's do this. You're mm. going to be so good at it. Um, and I was like, why don't you open your own gym? Because I could see he was working for his dad. I was going to say, what was he doing yeah. originally? Yeah, okay. So old school dad, like small business family that owned like every small business you can think of, like rugs, right, things right. like this. And it wasn't going uber well. Like it was just like, you know, something that they were mm. doing. So I convinced him to look at this lease space mm-hmm. on Lord Street. Mm. That was like a big for lease sign. Yeah. Um, and he's like, no, I couldn't do it. We've got no money. Possibly, blah, blah, blah. yeah. But he's an entrepreneur. Like he's crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I was working at the mining company getting I think like 60K a year. Yeah. And he would sell furniture that he bought at auctions in the driveway that we lived in. Like do all this crazy like Gary V stuff. And this was – Stop. It, 11, 12 years ago, and he would make more money than me oh. and sleep in till like 10.30. Takes a certain character, doesn't it? Yeah, like, so he like bought like 10 TV wall-mounted yeah. things and sold them for like $40 more dollars each or yeah. something. Yeah. I was like, I could just never put myself out there and do what that. <laughs> I mean, you could, but it's it's right. It's yourself like holding yourself back or like it's a personality thing as well. Yeah. Like you have to be able to like sales, <laughs> sales <laughs> right there. That's like, yeah. Pitch yourself. Um, yeah. So we opened the gym and it was like this uber small space. So mm. like 150 squares, yeah. no idea, no savings, like no bank guarantor, anything Wowie. just like his TV rack money. Yeah. <laughs> Off you go. Yep. And then I think seven months later, we went into like a bigger space downstairs. Yeah. And was that because you had clientele? Yeah, kind sort of just of, yeah. like came in really just, fast. Yeah, hopped off. Yeah. Awesome. So we did, I wouldn't say like quite well on the outside. Yeah. Obviously, we'll talk about that more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we kind of just hit the ground running. And I did HR, so gym in the morning, mm-hmm. I would run a class, go to the nine to five mining dream, mm. come back to the gym at night. Mm. Wow. And then repeat that for two years and then I decided I need to get out of this corporate world. Yeah. It was really toxic at that stage. I think that's when like mining was hitting a bit of rock bottom. Mm. I made 40 people redundant in a few days Mm. and I was just like, I don't care if I don't get paid. Like I just can't turn up to that space anymore. Yeah. And I love helping this community that we have. Mm -hmm. Like we're changing people's lives. People are losing weight. Yeah. They're getting better jobs. And that's where my heart is. Yeah. Oh, um, that's great. Yeah, so I didn't get paid for a long time, but yeah. Yeah, yeah mm. wow. Okay. Well, that is a nice little nutshell of the story. <laughs> and that's incredible. So you did it with your partner. Mm. Um, you're, would you say you're the ideas person or the follow-through follow person or a bit of both? I am definitely – so like that visionary yeah. is it? yeah. I would say that he was the visionary. Yeah, okay. And I was the integrator. So, like, I would do the back scenes, like, spreadsheets, like, make sure, like, I keep him's entrepreneurial ways, like, going forward, but, like, 
pulling him in line all the yeah. time. Yeah, the but it's kind of like mm. swapped a bit over the years. Yeah, cool. Also, like his traditional Muay Thai, and yeah. I'm a little bit more like commercial view of yeah. like what girls want. Mm. Yeah, what a yeah yeah like that. Yeah, would you influence the marketing as well? You'd say. Yeah, so that's like majority of my job now since having mm. a bub is like the content and marketing. Yeah. But he's really good with numbers. Yeah, great. Yeah. What a good combo. How did you find each other? Just in the <laughs> crowd, you're like a little signal going off, like ding, ding, ding. Well, <laughs> I actually did want to bar of him for a yeah. good year. <laughs> I was like, Those I are the best like stories <laughs> though. Yeah, can you get off my case, mate? And then they finally weigh you down and you're yeah. like, hey, okay. I know, it was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> So that's wicked. So that kind of happened as you were you were already working. Yeah. So you're out of uni working and then started the gym and then it became your life. Yes. That's incredible. Huge. That's yeah. awesome. So give us a little more detail about what Champions does and who they are because I'll tell you a little personal anecdote. Yeah. I lived in Maylands a few years ago and I used to drive past um, – what's that road that's got the petrol station at the end and then in Beaufort's Oh, like, yes, like Guildford. Yeah. Um, no, 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 the, the other way. Uh, opposite the HBF, is it HBF? Street? Oh, yep. Yeah. So your gym. Yeah. Um, I used to drive past that. I can't remember the street. It's not Lord Street, is it? I think that is. It is Lord, Lord Street. Yeah. yeah. Um, I used to drive past that all the time, and at first I was like, "Oh, that looks so intimidating." Yes. Very intimidating because you just see people who are like completely ripped walk out of the gym. People smashing bags if you're looking through the window or like sparring, <laughs> um, and just like. I don't know the the logo, which we'll talk about as well. Yeah. It's just like so professional. Yeah. So so I was like, okay, well, obviously in my head, you're just not thinking consciously about it, but you're like, okay, those that's where the professional fighters go. Yeah. Um, and then I saw a lot of the marketing pop up on my Facebook and Instagram. And it was more like what you were saying before, where you're like the commercial vision of like women also want to, you know, get fit and learn how to fight and spar and lose weight and get healthy and all that. Um and it was kind of peeling back the scary aspect of it. Yes. So can you tell me a bit about the journey of who you target with your, well, first of all, what services you offer? Yeah. Um, and then who who they're for mm. specifically? So I think like as a small business owner, mm. as you evolve, your business does. Mm. So there is like a bit of a story. So at first, like Whitney wanted to be a fighter. Mm. So that would have been like <laughs> that original intimidation of like, we're going to have a fight gym and everyone's yep. going to spar and kill Only each the best. other. Yeah, yeah. But then I saw what it did for me as a human. So, like, it really helped me find a community that wasn't in clubs. Mm. Like, support, mm -hmm. obviously healthy, like mm. having friends that want to go on hikes versus take drugs. Yeah. Um, and then for obviously, like, a huge woman fan, like, mm. if I can help any woman, like, find their potential, like, yeah. that's when I can lie down on my pillow and go, yes. Love that. Yeah. Um, and I think like in gyms there's always going to be men, especially in boxing or Muay Thai gyms. Totally, yeah. So I wanted it to be a safe space mm -hmm. for women. When I first walked into a gym that wasn't my first gym, it was like all men, mm. super ego, super testosterone, and I was like, hell no. No, like, yeah. That's not going to be us. So I think just having a female owner and like a bit of a role model yeah. Just brought in the girls to start with, like yeah. without even the marketing. Yeah. Um, but you'll find like women in the gym, like girls who do turn up and sign up, they're yeah. little, like they're just inspiring as it is. So they attract more people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then it was like this word of mouth cycle. Yeah. Um, and obviously what I try and do is communicate in our marketing message, like these are what these women are doing. Like mm. we've got mums that are just incredible. Yeah. We've got girls that like, you know, we had a female world champ. Yeah, Wow. 
and just like all walks of life, like CEOs. Mm-hmm. And what I did, I looked at like old school Muay Thai is like two to three hours per day. Mm. And I'm like, who has that time? Yeah. <laughs> Not the CEOs <laughs> and the mums and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I want to make that product available to everyday people. Yeah. Because I think it's really important to be resilient as a woman. Like being a woman in 2022 is fucking confusing. You yes. know, we're told get our uni degree, get our career, and then suddenly you hit 30 and like, now you've got to be a mum. Yeah, forget all of that, by the way, <laughs> or do both and yeah. don't complain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, and it's like I'm supposed to just get this. So yeah. like I think building resilience and dedication is like two beautiful presents mm. that we can give to people Yeah, to navigate like whatever the hell we're in at the moment. Mm-hmm. So it kind of just became like 60% of our members yeah. are females. That's amazing. We That's can't, so cool. We had like get like female-only classes. Yes. Yeah. And we did cancel them. And the reason, and like, I would love to start them again. Yeah. Because I feel like, oh, look, we're welcoming to women, but like not everyone knows that until they're in there. So Mm. that's the challenge, right? It's like getting them in for them to feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. And um, what I found is like it attracted the wrong woman. Okay. And not to say that they shouldn't train, but I'm not the right person for them. Right. So they probably do belong in like an all-woman's gym, Mm. like a little bit more like soft mm. like you know when you have to like find your avatar yeah yeah like so, I can't yeah. handhold yeah at that level yeah but Mary down the road I'm sure that she's really good at that mm. yeah mm. yeah yeah and that's yeah. a good collaborative sort of spirit between the gyms here in Perth I think um because I go to it used to be my fitness kickboxing oh yes yeah, yeah. um it's now Amplify or something oh, they've okay. rebranded yeah. um but it is very much a fitness first gym and I really found so I had a really great trainer he did pioneer women really well I think he did that really well but he moved to Melbourne since how dare he, how dare he. um I know I was actually really upset with him but that's all right <laughs> um and I was getting into his technical classes more and more. And um, even now my trainer there, because I just go there for the cardio now that I have like a fitness plan sort of um, oh, yeah. sorted with my life, getting on track in 2022. Um, <laughs> it's I, never ending. Yeah, it's never ending. Yeah. Um, I do treat it as more of a fitness thing, but I th- I've always wondered like what would happen if I took it a bit more seriously because my trainers, like I love the technical side of it, yeah. um, but the, you can tell the people that attend those sort of classes are um, there for the fitness. They're people who want to lose the belly fat and they want to, you know, get their cardio in. And there's a few of us who go there to like learn technique and to like smash the bag and get the frustration out of the week or, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. So. I totally resonate with the fact that you said that like there's so many reasons people do and go to things like that. Yeah. I think the reason I started kickboxing was I went out on a New Year's Eve event and someone oh, no. stabbed me in the leg. <laughs> yeah, I got stabbed in the leg twice. Wow. At just like a just a just a rooftop event. It wasn't yeah. even like a hectic Northbridge club or anything. It was yeah. literally just like a an adult's sort of New Year's Eve event at 10 o'clock, um, my partner got hit and I got stabbed. And Whoa. yeah, it was hectic. And I straight up was like I, I've always wanted to get back into like uh, boxing and stuff, yeah. that sort of thing. I think you just walk differently as well. So yeah. So, you know, like I'm not going to try and fight anyone on the street. No. But I've got like my shoulders back. Yeah. And people don't want to deal with that. Yeah. They want the girl that's hunched Making over. And yeah. 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 But it's like a journey, like you start to get fit and yeah. lose belly fat and then you're like, oh, I actually like I really this. like this part of it. Yeah. So I want to learn a bit more and then before you know it, you're like halfway there. Yeah. 
But if you go to like say like the fitness first, you like walk on a treadmill and yeah. it's like not really getting anything out of that. No. Why yeah. am I going to go tomorrow? Yeah, and I think yeah. that's why my eye was drawn to champions. So uh, more on the journey of champions. So yeah. as it evolved and you realise like it's great for women but now you're trying to figure out how to attract the right woman. Yeah. What are you sort of – have you got a plan? Have you got something like in your visionary, your blue sky that yeah. you think would be ideal in terms of who your ideal um, like, uh, customer? Do you call them customers? Members? Yes. Groups? Groupies? So you know when you <laughs> start fans? a business yeah. and you literally have like flipping no idea what yeah. you're doing? Yeah. The first, I'd say, four or five was that. We just like worked mm. all the time mm. with no vision. Mm. And people would say like, you're killing it. Like it's packed. Yeah. But we were not killing it. Yeah. Like a big turning point was our accountant, he was like, you should just go work in HR again oh. and I was like well that's a bit depressing yeah. like, we're working all the time and you know people are saying all these compliments like you're gonna have a Maserati next year yeah like it looks great on the outside but yeah I'm getting told to go back into this like toxic environment I hated mm. so that was when you realize like yeah. are we running a hobby mm. or a business yeah and I think only business people get this mm. like business is expensive and clients We'll never understand like workers' comp, GST, rent, mm. rent increases, you know, it, all the expenses involved yep. with it and then you have to have a business plan. So if you've never done yeah. that, you're like, like yeah. yeah. So that's like when we started investing into ourselves. Right. So it was like, okay, we're either going to go back to work or we're going to start like learning about the business side. Yeah. So that's when we're like, okay, so who do we want to help? Yeah. Like – who are these people? Because yeah. we actually can't help everyone. Mm. Um, what is our message? Mm. What's our branding? Because we've just kind of winged it to this yeah. point. Yeah. And we didn't do a bad job. It was just no. like we needed a bit more direction. Yeah. Um, so Sounds like a big challenge. Like you've kind of taken the realisation of, because I, like I resonate with that, something yeah. going from a hobby to a business. Like I'm yeah. on that journey at the moment as well. So yeah. it's really interesting to be able to hear your friends and family go, you're killing it. But when you're not doing the best, I feel like so Luke Whelan said this on his um, episode. Oh, he was okay. like, if you're if you're not doing the best that you can do, or the event wasn't as great as it could have been, everyone floods with comp- compliments like, oh, at least there was free food. Bang on, it was I love so that. busy, love yeah. it. Um, and as soon as you're actually like you've got a really clear target and you are doing really well, that's when the constructive air quotes yeah you know feedback comes in from people like oh it was really great but the toilets were a bit sticky or and you're like why are you even thinking about that yeah <laughs> yeah because and it's so strange how it like when you're in struggle street it's so great yeah. how we lift each other up and then when someone's succeeding it's like okay well now we can actually tell them the truth man like, that is like do, do you experience gold. that all the time yeah yes yeah yeah it's so interesting to like witness that i think like, it's like it's not tall poppy but it is no yeah like people want to be with people that make them feel comfortable mm. but when you're growing and they can see it, it's kind of making them feel uncomfortable mm. yeah mm. so then um we went backwards mm. to go forwards yeah so our, we like got a business mentor and he like just shredded the business like yeah. He was like, this is the business plan. This is your marketing. Like, you're going to have to do sales. And we're like, we're not doing ah, sales. Yeah. I was like, hell no. <laughs> so I can't do that. Like, I cannot sell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, like, I'd say, yeah, smashed it. Mm. Like, huge. I'd say those are the best people, the people that aren't going into sales with the sales mindset. Yeah. It was also Luke who said that. He was yeah. like, 
You're don't, just helping people. You don't need to be – so this is what you're going to get for the low, low price of blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You, you just genuinely need to be like, well, this is what I'm doing. This is why I'm doing it. Yeah. I think you might be suitable for it. Mm. Give it some thoughts. Yeah, I, love, <laughs> I really like this guy. I need yeah, to yeah. find more about yeah. him. Um, and then, like, when you grow fast, yeah. all the issues come out. Mm. It's like your foundation just gets cracked. Yeah, right. So we went from doing, like – the cleaning, the coaching, the payroll, the maintenance, like, you know, you do everything mm. in that business space and then you have to hire staff and yeah. then you have a team. But it happened so fast that, yeah. we're like, we just were not ready for it. Yeah. So we had so many, like, catastrophic milestones along that, like, two years of wow. growth. And then we're like, oh, we'll open another one. <laughs> <laughs> While it's all going wrong, why don't we just start afresh? <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, oh, what are systems and processes? <laughs> it was like, so like opening the second one was like, you guys were just like keeping that business together <laughs> by working all the time. Yeah, wow. So now you need to get systems and processes. Yeah. And you're like, what are that? Yeah, sorry, <laughs> a filing cabinet? No, no, it's online. It's You can do it. You can do it through many different means. Like, oh, someone teach me. And I think we had a bit of. Like post-traumatic stress syndrome from opening the second right. one. Right. Because we did the fit out ourselves. We're like, oh, we'll save oh money. God. So we're like painting walls, like building things. Yeah. Um, when like, was that, by the way? I'm going to say 2016. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, before COVID. Yeah. Before the big C. Mm. And then like trying to find good coaches, like going through the process of getting rid of the bad ones, mm. Um, mm. all that stuff. Mm. So we went from real small business owners to like growing up now. Yeah. And, it, like, you know, it has impacts on your relationships. Yeah, sure. Like, I don't have any friends. <laughs> <laughs> your partner's still together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah We've yeah, got each other. Like, I've got dogs. <laughs> yeah. That's um, all you need. I love dogs. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I felt like I needed business owner friends. Yeah. But we're all so busy. We don't make time for each other, yeah. right? It's really lonely. Mm. Um, and then I blah, blah, blah. I fell pregnant mm-hmm. in COVID. Oh, exciting. I know, just another add another COVID. spanner in the works. Yeah, just so, or a silver like, lining. You didn't really have anything to do, so we yeah. like had all this time together, yeah. you know, romantic <laughs> time, and then I was like, Yuck. Yep, wow. And wow. then I got bored during like that newborn stage and was like, let's open number three. Yeah. You know, wow, you got bored. I love that. Yeah. I got bored. Let's do another thing. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I've got to stop. And then number three came along. <laughs> That's incredible. Um, Jan this year we opened. So where are they all? There's one on Lord Street opposite HBF. Is that still there? Yeah, so yep. that's like the OG baby. OG, yep. And then My Ray. Yep. And then Joondalup. Joondalup, that's okay. Was that the most recent one? Yes. Joondi, yeah. yeah. Sweet. Joondi. And that's, that's like amazing. a whole different vibe up there. Yeah. But getting my head around that. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. So funny because it's still Perth, but it's not. Like I used to live up in the Joondalup area and work oh. started working there when I first moved to Perth from Queensland. Um, and now I'm south of the river and I have been for two and a bit years. Oh. And I'm like, you people are so different. Well, firstly, Queensland people are like tremendously nice. <laughs> we just got back and I was like, you guys are just so nice. Just the heat, we can't be bothered. <laughs> Humidity just kills any aggressive spirit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not originally from Queensland, but I did – I did. I prefer people in Perth, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Queensland's a big place, though. It is massive, yeah. yeah. It's very busy. Yeah. 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 But, but, yeah, I think the three different locations, like with the marketing, it's like completely yeah. different. We thought, oh, yeah. we'll just run the same ads or do the same targeting. Yeah. But now that we know the areas, like you have it's to think different. about it. Yeah. Yeah. So what has been the biggest learning for you from opening three different locations and talking to three different audiences, yeah. what's been the biggest learning for you that you could kind of take away and um, share? In terms of the marketing, like it's like understanding the audiences. Yeah. 
So what we're finding in gentle art being like the baby is mm. a little bit more male dominated. Mm. Uh, heaps of pommies. Yeah. They love boxing. Yeah. So the boxing yeah. class is a lot busier than the Muay Thai right now. Right. So you do boxing, Muay Thai. Do you do kickboxing? No. 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 But well, like strength and conditioning. Yeah. 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 And then is there another no. sort of, yeah, that's it. That's it, yeah. A karate or anything? Yeah. Oh. I feel like too many <laughs> fingers and too many guys. Yes. Um. Yeah. 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 Okay. So a lot of boxing, male dominated up in June July, and the marketing would obviously be different uh, in terms of the service that you provide there. Have you had to take classes away? No. To Substitute? No. Okay. No. Nah, so uh, we're s- what we did was the biggest mistake we did with Myri was like offer too much too soon. Mm. So we didn't have the clients to like to have that community. Yeah. Okay. So we eased in with June up. But say this Saturday we're having like a female self-defence because like yeah. the women aren't in the gym yet. We'll, we do have women. Yeah. Just yeah. Not, not at 60%, so I'm upset. Yeah. <laughs> so we're having like the female self-defence seminar yeah. and like hopefully this is a way that we can work with yeah. the local community for yeah. – women awesome more and like I just did a huge podcast with like mums of Muay Thai I called it oh, and it cool. was like interviewing our mums in the community that's awesome so, so you guys have your own podcast as well yeah so I started in COVID because yeah. like that was our way of like com- keeping connection with our community mm-hmm. right um so I was like I've got to get out of my way like how just- have I not heard any of these I need to get onto this that's bad research on my no my I've just started again yeah okay yes yeah, so. I'll, I'll get onto that that's and cool. it's taken a bit of a turn so yeah it was like real COVID-y like you know <laughs> like how can you keep skinny during COVID and yeah. stop going to the fridge but now mm. we're doing like inside CG so it's like what goes on behind the doors yeah right yeah a little bit more like behind the scenes stuff yeah I've seen a lot of that and I really like the video content you guys are pumping oh, okay. out because it is it's relatable and it's nice to see a woman behind ads for women if that makes sense yes because I feel like a lot of marketing teams I think marketing is still quite male dominated in certain areas like if you look at digital specifically yeah. um so where your videos like your Facebook ads right, yeah. like Google that sort of thing you like especially the ads that are like women's defense blah blah you just assume it's a man that's gonna teach you how to protect yourself against his kind <laughs> like could you go to the male conference and let them know not to attack people attack people in general please yeah, at the like, next men's conference thanks yeah you're so right um, about that yeah <laughs> but the fact that it's a woman being like come on gals like let's get together and just get better at defending ourselves or let's learn the techniques of Muay Thai if you didn't know what it was that sort of like yeah. it's really cool to see a woman behind that and I obviously love the story aspect um being a podcaster yeah. I love the story aspect yeah people can relate to it on a really side well. note like completely different like but a little bit related mm. like, here we go on tangents yeah love it Notre Dame asked me to come and do like a marketing lecture <gasps> recently and I was like me like, <laughs> Moi? Yeah. I, was like, I don't know anything so but going you do, in yeah. <laughs> and like it was like a hundred kids because oh, Notre Dame's amazing. young, right? Yeah, they're all young kids. Yeah, and it was hard because people had their masks on. So I was like, "How do I vibe your?" Vibe? Oh yeah, like are you smiling? Yeah, are you napping? Like, am I old now? Like, because I feel really old. <laughs> anyway, I was like, "So does anyone know what Muay Thai yes. is?" Not one person put their hand up. I, I like, find that hard to believe. That's we get stuck in our bubbles, yeah. you know, but Frio, who knows? Maybe yeah, they're true. a bit embarrassed. True, yeah. A lot of people don't like to participate with guest speakers sometimes. Yeah. That's hard, yeah. And then I was like, because you guys aren't giving me anything now, I'm nervous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How did you deal with that? 
It actually got better. Yeah. Like I think as soon as I talked their marketing language, it was better. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting because you're assuming that if they're in their learning marketing, like what is marketing language to them yet, you know? Yes. Like all the buzzwords. When I was in uni, I was like, I don't know what that means. Yeah. I'm going to Google all these bloody acronyms. Like I don't yeah. know what that is. Talk to me in layman's terms. Yeah. Um, but it, it's cool that they got you in to talk to those students from like a real life perspective of – look, I'm not in marketing, but this is working for me. It's a real-life case study or a success story. Mm. Take this away and sort of apply it to. And I think it's good to compare, like, we don't have an, un- like, our budget's small. So the other examples, yeah. they had a, like, huge budget. Yeah. And That's I don't cool. think there's enough support for small businesses with no money. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So we had someone, Amy, um, from Lumos Marketing, and she special specialises in small businesses with small budgets and we had a wicked wicked chat about how it is so tricky for someone like a gardener for example to market himself with you know the 100 bucks spare a week he gets out of all the revenue that he makes and needs to reinvest and pay staff and that sort of thing yeah and it's it's a really hard thing for small business owners to realize that there is no specific percentage of your revenue that you need to be reinvesting into marketing because it totally depends on where your bottleneck is, what your goals are, what you're trying to achieve. Like it's, it's a, would you say it's a little bit of like trial and error? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And it's changed. So say four years ago, like Mm. Facebook ads were like the hot Mm. market. Yeah. Like to get a customer, it was 30 bucks. Yeah. Now we're talking like over a hundred. Yeah. So that's huge. Yeah. Massive. You just have to like really report this stuff, like have the weekly data or Mm. the daily data and see what's working. And, you know, like you can waste a lot of money Mm. and then, you know, not to do that again. Yeah. And to be on channels where it's going to be more affordable for that beginning, like that stage. So for the younger audience, like TikTok, that sort of thing. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Is that a thing that you've looked at? So I gave it to the receptionist to do. Yeah. I do the Instagram like heavy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And she's like, so hot. She's got like 10,000 followers yeah. and, you know. micro-influencer. Yeah. <laughs> I was like. Love it. Yeah. I was like, how about you just do that? <laughs> Delegation, you know. Yeah, like, love it. Managerial talent yeah. right there. And I'm like, don't look at what she's posting and cringe. Just yeah. go with it. Trust the process. Um, yeah. But um, like, that was a big thing for us is yeah. we had worked so hard in the business that we weren't prepared to put ourselves out there. Mm. Like, as you've said, you've kind of seen that I put myself out there mm. a bit. It's like. People buy from people. Yeah. Like they want to hear what I'm doing and yeah. how my life's changed. But I had to get over that. Like yeah. it's so hard. And I remember like that ad that you've probably seen, mm. it got a bit of bad feedback. Someone was like, you're not fat. How dare you like call mm. yourself fat? But I was fat for me. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, like I was really heartbroken. I was like, I'm not going to post anymore. I'm going to go yeah. back into my little comfort zone. Oh. Instead of thinking <laughs> about all the women yeah. I have helped. Yeah. Like yeah, one the percentage person. difference of like one person being like, that hurt my feelings or that I don't resonate, therefore yeah. it's wrong. And I probably could have worded it a bit better. Mm. But then you're not yourself. Like, yeah. are you authentic then? Yeah. 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 But this is the journey, getting yeah. comfortable. Yeah. yeah. And it can be problematic, like in the health industry, I'm sure you're like yeah. super across it is, you know, even using the words like fat, like people are going to be triggered by that, even on the podcast. Like it's just things that people don't resonate with if they don't know the context. Yes. So in this context, I think you've explained it really well because it's your personal experience and you're talking about in a health way, like abusing alcohol, drugs, that sort of thing. Well, not abusing it, but using it more than you would like to instead of going for a hike. Like that's what you're talking about. You're not talking about fat shaming. Like you're not saying like I was 
super unhealthy because I was overweight. It was like I was unhealthy because of the practices that I had that yes. caused me to be a certain way that made me unhappy. Yeah, and like if if anyone knew the real me, it would be mm. like I'm all for small wins. Like mm. if you can get out of bed today, mm. that is a win. Yeah, totally. But for you it might be if I can get you to eat a breakfast, mm. let alone what's in that breakfast. Mm. So, yeah. yeah, it's knowing that person but being okay to get the bad feedback and keep going. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Um, and I want to kind of take that topic and pivot a little bit because um, with the doing more and more and more and it sounds like you're the kind of person that, you know, after this you're probably like, let's open venue number four. <laughs> <laughs> how did you get from here to here? Um, how, how much do you value, like, stripping it back and doing less and I mean in in the sense of uh, not overdoing, like putting all your eggs in the one basket. So obviously you are doing the Lord Street gym really well. Yep. You admire is obviously killing it. And now your Joondalup gym is where you're learning. So you're kind of stripping back everything you did in the first gym and you're applying the bare sort of basics at Joondalup and building upon it. Yes. So how important is that for a new business owner or a business owner who wants to see growth and just hasn't, got any idea where to start because the first step was so hard and yes. so full on. Um, have you found that journey and what would be your advice to anyone who wants to do that um, without going through the same pain as they did? You know, that pain thing is such a topic. Mm. I used to think that I could, you know, come and talk to you or this expert or that mm. guru and just miss it, mm. like bypass that pain. Mm. But I feel like that pain is what makes us. Mm. You have to experience those lessons to really truly get it. Yeah. But back to the basics, like stripping it back and mm. the basics is what pushes us forward in whatever we want to do. So for like, say my fighting, if I want to be a good yeah. fighter, I have to need to be good at the yeah. basics. And that same principle applies to business. It's like when we first started, we wanted to do too much. Yeah. We wanted to go too fast. We wanted to help everyone. Mm -hmm. But the moment we actually stripped it back and simplified is when we actually did grow. Um, and it's a constant thing. It's like, you know, this year we... I told my old PA, she's mm. left after this announcement, is like, we just want to do what we do really well. Yeah. We don't want to do big events. We don't want to run fight nights. We don't want to do this. We just want to stick to the helping the people that make us happy. Yeah. And when you're true to you, I think you enjoy business again. Yeah. 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 Sounds like a lot of personal growth as well as business growth. Yeah, absolutely. I th yeah, so basics is key. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Awesome. Very nice, succinct answer to that. I like yeah. that. Um, what's been the biggest thing that you've seen change in your personal life because of the business journey oh. or that you can attribute to the business journey as opposed to, I don't know. I think empathy. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a good one. I like that. So, yeah, someone gave me this empathy book, I think, at the end of coming to the, like, wind end of COVID. And, like, as a business owner, that I think we can all relate that it was, like, mm. the most – fucked up shit <laughs> like, yeah. we were like are we living in the park yeah. next week yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> and we laughed now but yeah. back then it was like are we though <laughs> like yeah, I know it was really scary and like yeah. people said some crazy stuff yeah because they were also going through their mm. stuff and I think you you forget that we're all going through our own journey we all have our own trauma totally and it's in like obviously health and fitness you want to help people but yeah. you can only help so much like yeah. you give them the plan and it's up to them to do the work yeah so I think developing empathy and really just taking a step back and going, you know what, like 
I'm going to have that empathy right now and just let them do what they need to do. Before I used to probably invest way too much into each and every single person Mm. and try and help them where I could have just actually helped them more by stepping back. Yeah. Um, Yeah. For me, I feel like like when you run a business, it is like the biggest self-development process ever. Like Mm. you find every flaw that you have – as you go through those <laughs> stages of business. Brutal, yeah. yeah. You know, like I had that 30-year-old mental breakdown mm. where I was like, I'm packing my bags and I'm yep. going to Thailand. Bye. <laughs> my husband was like, what are you actually doing? I was like, I'm coming back in six months. I literally lasted three and a half weeks. <laughs> You're like, like, I'm being crazy. Let's go home. <laughs> I actually did that and he was like, are you okay? I was like, I just needed some space. <laughs> but, yeah, you definitely go through a ride yeah. and, you know, like, I've just become a mum. Yeah. So everything's changed. Yeah. And Wowie, someone yeah. that, um, you know, I really respect said, when you become a parent, mm-hmm. you will see people leave that you never thought would leave. What do you mean? Because your time is focused on a newborn uh, or a, a kid. Yeah. And it's maybe they don't get what they had before. Yeah. So slowly people started leaving. What, like friends and family or clients, like clients? Clients, friends, yeah. family, like in the network. I was like, that girl was right. Like, these people are leaving my space. Oh, my goodness, because your priority is shifted. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And obviously now, like... That's tricky. Mm. So I've got to, like, think about that more and how yeah. I feel about that because I was really upset. Yeah. I was like, I've been there for this one person for 10 years. Oh, God. And now that my life is a little bit changed... Like, they want nothing to do, yeah. yeah. Speaks to people's character, right? Like, it's really, really tricky to... Um, at like to full what is the word foolproof yourself yes is that the word bulletproof yourself against people who are going to take advantage of you or who are going to break your trust or who are just going to disregard you after they've gotten their full uh fill because that's very hurtful mm. and you can't prepare yourself like once it's happened once like heartbreak for example if you have your heart broken you're like well I'm never going to let that happen again yeah and then like you obviously there's people go through journeys of like, I'm never going to meet. Does that mean I'm never going to meet someone again? Am I going to yeah. not put myself out there? Our relationship's going to look different for me. Same yeah. as like with the gym. If you get burned by a gym because, you know, you're paying this amount and some something yes. goes wrong. And that does happen. Mm, mm. I'm sure that that person is like, well, I'm never going to let this happen again. But it's, that it's not human to be able to block yourself off like that. Yeah. It's just not. I think the empathy thing that you mentioned is awesome because – the way that I've learned to approach that through the podcast as well is people need space to think and talk. And if you cannot be the one that's like hammering at them the whole time, works in meetings, works with clients, works with everything. If you just let the silence be silence for a sec, it comes out. They start talking about things that they probably wouldn't have spoken about if you were like pioneering or yeah. not being empathetic or, you know, not letting them be open, open-minded or, you know, let yes. the guard down just a little bit. I know. I'm sure you probably get that a lot with your clients, right? Like yes. you just kind of let them – it's not like, oh, you're punching wrong or you're doing this wrong. Where you can do that, it's like, okay, think about it. Think about what's holding you back. Like are you overthinking this? Yes. Are you overthinking this punch? Just throw it. See what happens. <laughs> like yeah. see what happens. Yeah, a big thing for us is like I can ask you on the mats. I'll be like, hey, how's your nutrition? Mm. And you're going to be like, yeah, 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 good. <laughs> and I only then, had six brownies yesterday. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Cut down from eight. Um, <laughs> you know, if I give you a call during the day and, you know, like I'm going to check in on you because yeah. that's something we'd love to do. I'm going to get like a little bit more of a realistic 
answer. Mm. Like, what's the full truth? Like, how can I really help you? Mm. I don't think during the classes is the right space for that. Yeah. Because you're always tired, <gasps> trying to breathe. Yeah. You're probably thinking, like, is Mary judging me because I ate yeah. six brownies? Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, you're a hundred percent right. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely an overthinking thing. Yeah. Are you an overthinker? Mm, I go through stages. Yeah, but my husband is. I get a bit anxious, mm. but you know, Pretty we've normal. all got yeah. our thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's interesting to speak to different entrepreneurs and understand how their brains work with the thinking. So, like, whether you're a catastrophic thinker, whether you're a cyclical thinker, like Ooh. things just go around and around, or yeah. whether you're um. You're a very decisive person or an indecisive person. Like I've spoken to someone before who worked with and she had her PA in or not PA assistant, I suppose, yeah. in the meeting as well or in the interview and that she was like, you're such a hard ass. It is so great. I love it because you make a decision and then you pivot 10 seconds later. I'm like, that yeah. would really piss me off. That would really bother me because yeah. if I'm the doer and you're the thinker and decision maker, yeah. all I need is some structure. <laughs> so that's how I work. Oh. But she clearly was like, yep, yeah, cool. If you want to change decisions, that's all good. We'll just pivot yeah, like, some people are like great yeah, yeah Knox just like takes the punches and I think I would have something to say after the third time I think I'd cry and be like why don't you trust me to do this and it would be completely yeah. not to do with me it but would I be, think like business owners yeah. were like snap neck we're like yeah. bang, 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 bang bang yeah but um that's a that's a big topic like mm. as you go through your business you need to have space mm. so my best ideas is when I'm not doing things mm. so I need to be like low stress, calm, relaxed. Yeah, what is your relaxed time? What is your thinking I time? I love float pods. Oh, you know? yes. They're expensive. Like it's expensive thinking. Yeah. But <laughs> like You running, better have some ideas out of yeah, that one. Away from people. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a little Did bit of Did you say running or riding? Running. Running, yeah. yeah. Okay. Get my best ideas. Yeah. 2 a.m. Love that. Yeah. yeah. But you need space away. Yeah. And like my assistant, she's like, I Put it in your diary now. Yeah. Like you need to get away from the office. That's good. She calls it R&R. Oh. And that's when, you know, you revolve and you think, okay, these are the, the entrepreneur ideas again. Otherwise yeah. you just do. Yeah. You know, do, do, do. Yeah. 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 And I feel like that's so topical at the moment because people are going through a stage of we've just had our big holidays in, um, well, our public holidays in April. Yeah. School holidays are coming up so a lot of families are going away and that sort of thing. But in between that for business, people who work the nine to five, the mining dream, as you said before, yeah. between April and like when is the next public holiday? We had one in June, but September is probably the next yeah. one. That's when people, I think, do, do, do and then burn, burn, burn out. Yeah. <laughs> and then – they might have a period of like, okay, now I'm planning a holiday in December. I can like do, 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 but with more peace of mind. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think the hustle mentality is dying a bit and I'm so mm. happy about that. Mm. It used to be like hustle, 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 like hustle yeah. culture. And now we're realizing how important balance is. Yeah. yeah. Well, the longevity of the hustle, you know, yeah. you can hustle calmly, hustle yeah. mindfully. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, I feel like we've landed in a really good place. We've got a few more minutes. So if you had like the top sort of three takeaways from the very beginning of starting a business to, or you can even take it before that to realizing like your health journey was going to look different to like crash diets or to what your friends were doing. Yeah. What are three takeaways or if you've got like a top two or top one yep. that you would sort of advice to someone else if they said to you or stopped you in the street and said how are you so successful or like how yeah. are you doing what you do what keeps you going I just I had this a lot so I just had a comeback fight mm. so I had the bar I was like I'm never gonna fight again this is it. I'm gonna be a mom and I was like oh shit <laughs> so, so I had the 
far and then I was really overwhelmed. Like I'm really bad at taking compliments and like yeah. quite humble and I get uncomfortable. Yeah. And then I, I was like surrounded by people telling me all these compliments and I was like, I need to think about this. Like what – I'm the same as every single mm. person, right? I'm just – I feel like I'm dumb because I don't give up. <laughs> Like, Dumb's not the word I'd use, but yeah, yeah I know the feeling, the imposter, like the yes. imposter, but yeah, like yeah. I just feel like whatever it is, it's meant to happen, and I'm gonna get over it. Yeah, like that's cool. I just keep going, and that's I see so many people just stop, and yeah. I'm like, don't stop, keep yeah, going. don't stop, yeah. This is just a part of the this long road that we're all on together, yeah. and it's not like sunshine and rainbows. Like mm-hmm. those hard days make the good ones really good, and yeah. En- and they're important too. Enjoy the good days. Yeah. So a big business owner thing is like, what's next? Mm. Why is today good and why should we be celebrating? Like celebrate yeah. those small wins. But yeah, I think I'm just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Why are you so successful? I'm dumb. I'm stupid. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. why. <laughs> and like, yeah, obviously like surrounding yourself by good people yeah. and, and stuff like that. But yeah, just do the work and be dumb. Be dumb. Yeah. I think it's also you touched on like it's like a gut feel, isn't it? Like yeah. you would stop if you felt like it was really wrong. Like if you your, you know, your new um baby or your yeah. partner were suffering, like then it would be, all right, I need to stop this aspect of my life to focus on this. But in a sense you're still not stopping. Like you're going forward with something else. It's gonna eventually help your business because you're gonna learn how to balance and prioritize yes. like your how you feel about what you're working on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Like having hard conversations is something I've had to learn how to do. Mm. Like, and, you know, this sounds like such a simple topic, mm. but like people can't even pick up the phones these days. Mm. Like how do we not have that basic skill anymore? Yeah. So like conflict, it's like what do you want? Mm. What do I want? What's in the, the way? And we're going to feel a bit uncomfortable and we're probably going to sweat and <laughs> hash this out. And get a little bit shaky. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. you know, that's so key in business and I think – Working with a lot of the younger boys in the gym, you know, they want to be the next champ. It's like, how, like, they just need this. Yeah. But it's not there. Yeah. 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 And everything's so fast. Yeah. They can get everything they want now. Yeah. But success is not fast. No, not at all. And it comes in the weirdest way. Like some Mm. business owners, uh, and I'm sure you would have experienced it with fighters and like people in your gym, they naturally have an affinity or a path opens up at the exact right time and they just slot into that. Yeah. And it turns into an opportunity or a success straight away. And then there are other people that kind of like, they usually know exactly what they want. They just don't know how to get there. Yeah. And so it's a much harder, arduous journey. But at the end of the day, they both sort of achieved what they wanted to achieve. It was just about the pathway that was open at the time, the opportunities they took or knew to take. Yeah. Because I I feel like that's a hard one as well. It's like knowing where to go when you're like, I know where I want to be. I just don't know how to get there tomorrow. I know. Yeah. Like breaking it down, reverse engineering a bit. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And then like scheduling in the fuck ups that we all achieve. Yeah. It's like, you know, if you've got this plan, you're going to have some things that go wrong. Yeah. 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 But it is, it's that first step, as you said, it's like the first step is the hardest. Yeah. Yeah. Eat the frog. Same yeah. as to a friend yesterday. Eat the frog. Do the hard thing, the biggest, hardest thing first. Yes. I love that. And just follow it. And then you eat the elephant like one little bite at a time. Baby steps. Yeah. And then people hit the ceiling and you're like, why have you hit that? Keep yeah. going. Eat the next thing, please. Yeah. 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 You're going to be such a great mum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is it? The Seth, is it Seth Godin? The book, The the Drip or something? Oh, it's really good. It. It's okay. only like 120 pages. Oh, I love that. But it's like knowing when to give up. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm gonna And like because you should be doing something that is much more suitable for you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's a really you get good stuck book. in your own head, right? You're like, yeah. Oh, I need to finish this degree and it's like well, you already have these skills. Go do do the thing. Just go make networks and get there a different way. Yes. That's awesome. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna read that. The trip. Yeah. Yeah, if not, I'll email it to you. Yeah, that's awesome. This is good chat. Yeah, great chat. Thanks so much for coming on the pod. I love this. This is so like so calm. I even get a coffee. Yeah, (laughs) little almond cap. I know. Usually we go through the choice of. I was holding it and I was like, I should have got myself one. I got a kombucha instead because my stomach's been weird. But yeah, next time, next time. Good. good. Awesome. (laughs) Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Perth Business Podcast, where we love to talk a little bit of shit while discovering gems of knowledge from professionals and those just trying their darn best in Perth. Make sure you check out past episodes for trade secrets, tips and learn strategies in various different industries. If you rate, review and subscribe, it really helps the podcast grow and reach the ear holes of many different business owners that could use the advice and insights from the learnings of our guests. If you, like our guests, are passionate about their community and open to sharing experiences, tips and ideas with other business owners, I look forward to connecting with you. You can reach out to me at theperthbusinesspodcast at gmail.com or slide into my DMs on LinkedIn, Instagram or Facebook. As always, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Perth Business Podcast. I look forward to connecting with you and collaborating with you in our business community in Perth.